Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, hour number two, for the final time. For the final time, hour number two. I was about to say. For the final time, hour number two. Do you know something I don't know? No. For the final time, hour number two. Oh, Air Force with the big pass. Air Force doesn't pass 55 the 55-yard pass by the team wow. that runs the triple option. Holy smokes. Nick there. was so excited to see the triple option. You guys don't understand. I was. They, they did, so they gained like eight yards, and Nick goes, ugh. My goodness, that's Holy so beautiful smokes. to watch. I love the triple option talk, so much. Talk about a running game opening up the passing game. Literally, when that's all you do. If all you do is run the ball, any any type of passing Rico, is going to be open. Wa- watch you want me to watch highlight. this? Yeah, watch a okay, highlight. Okay, you, you carry I'll, I'll the show talk. for a let's, second. Let's move like on Like you Husker. always do. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right. Um, I, I hope you guys are having as much fun as we are here uh, talking about some bowl games. We I, I, Coming into today, I was not expecting to talk about bowl games for as long as we did. But Show me the highlight. We get off on a on a little tangent. Oh, here you go. Right here down the go. middle of the field. It looked like the Samori 2 Ray kind of thing. The guy's wide open. That was a look. I could have I appre- I could, I could ran on, that skinny on. post. I appreciate everything that those men and women do for our country and 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 the work that they put in and the dedication and everything but that was a terrible pass <laughs> but it was look he man. still got a touchdown i look man he was so wide open i hope that ball came out of his hands so ugly <laughs> but i really thank you for your service but touchdown <laughs> So, like I said, I hope you guys are having as uh, having a good Tuesday afternoon. We're we're having fun here as well. A um, couple days, final two hour show of the happy hour four zero two four six four five six eight five. Feel free to send in your thoughts. Start him a text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. You guys have been great um, the last week and a half, especially navigating these two hours with us. Um, I understand uh, that maybe you don't like Rico's heller, but. Here we are. So um, let's let's talk about some Husker football. It's a great heller, all right? And if you don't like it, tough. Tough luck. Tough. Yeah. Tough. The greens are tough. Yeah. So um, like I said, 402-464-5685. Let's talk about um, Husker football first. Okay. Let's, let's do it. that because we'll, we'll see how long this conversation goes, we'll, how long we, we decide to talk about Husker football here. Um. So quarterbacks, we we talked about it yesterday. There's there's a lot of ways Nebraska could end up 
either adding a quarterback um, or or not adding. I think that option is somewhat on the table also now. Um, the the longer we go on, it feels for me personally the more and more likely Logan Smothers, Heinrich Harburg, maybe Richard Torres. I probably not Richard Torres or Heinrich Harburg. The more it feels like Logan Smothers truly could be the starter here at Nebraska next year. And, yeah, I think and, Richard needs the entire year. Yeah, and and that's nothing against. And the way that I said that, there's nothing against Logan Smothers. If you haven't listened to our conversations the last couple of days when we're talking about this, there's just not a lot. Um, there's not a big sample size that we could be encouraged about when looking at Logan Smothers. I I truly, even going into next year, I would rather it be Logan Smothers the starting quarterback than a new new guy coming in. That's that's the way I mean, I'll be honest about that. Now, is that a realistic possibility? Maybe. But I don't have very much confidence given the the way that this last season kind of panned out. When things were not going well, once again your quarterback had a broken jaw against Michigan State, not like it was towards the end of the season. That when your quarterback had a broken jaw. Right up near the beginning. And it was your first conference game. Well, second after Illinois, I guess. But it was right near the beginning. And either was that after Northwestern? Either way, it was Michigan State somewhat early on in the season. And you had that. You had Adrian Martinez, unfortunately, just not making um, plays when it mattered most a.k.a. at the end of the games, fumbling, turning the ball over. And time after time, you still went with Adrian Martinez because he was your best option. Mm -hmm. And he fit what you wanted to do on offense better than anybody else in that room. Now, that could be problem. That could be because of Scott Frost. Um, That could also be because the coaches that are no longer here didn't develop the guys in that room. And you can even argue that when you look at Adrian Martinez – there wasn't a whole lot of development from year one to year four. They went through that whole cycle of, well, we need to add weight. Well, now we need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're having shoulder injuries and you're having surgeries. And now here we are year four. And he's been beaten up because you've asked him to do so much. You've asked him to run the football so many times. Everything. That how much can you really get out of him as an athlete? Great face for the program. But as an athlete on the field, in terms of wins and losses – he was trying to do everything he could. Mm-hmm. So then when you look at next year, where does Logan Smothers fit into all this? Where do future quarterbacks fit into all this? Because now here you are, and, and I kind of alluded to this yesterday, the excuses of, well, Adrian Martinez was tied to Scott Frost, vice versa. That's why Logan Smothers didn't play. First of all, that shouldn't even be an excuse. That shouldn't even be a topic of conversation. Because if you're, as a coach, not putting out your the best, the players, and not playing the players – and the athletes that give you the best chance to win, then that's a whole other issue. Yeah, that's that's something completely different. That's idiotic, but, honestly. But let's not even let's not even visit that topic of conversation. Here it is, because I, th- I truly think that Adrian Martinez was still Nebraska's best chance to win. Now, I've mentioned it before, and I'll say it again. I don't think that all falls on Logan Smothers. I feel like that also falls on this coaching staff, the previous guys that were in that room. And yes, Scott Frost was in that room and still is, not developing him. Not getting him ready to find playing time. That is not just garbage time. Mm-hmm. If you've got a guy here for two years, there should be some type of development within the program from him. There should be a way mm-hmm. that you can find 
you know, opportunities to get him on the field when when you have a quarterback who you have used and abused so much that he is dealing with injury after injury after injury. And and I don't want to say mentally he's not there, but there were times where there were some mental mistakes that may have been able to to have been salvaged just by, you know, taking a player to uh, to to sit down and talk about you know what's going on and what he sees and maybe seeing what the defense is throwing at them that's different and and maybe throwing in another quarterback could could switch up the defense and and you know it's, it it opens up new possibilities because you have a guy who you've been riding for four years mm-hmm. for four years and I I know you know he he did give you the best opportunity when he was you know one of the better athletes on the field at almost every juncture. Um, outside of, you know, when you play the the top tier, you know, Ohio State, Michigan teams. But at, at just about every juncture, he's one of the top athletes on the field at all times. So it's hard to 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 look at a guy like that and say, we're going to go away from you. But there were times, there were, there were many times where Nebraska had that opportunity and whether it be the lack of development from the coaches with Logan Smothers mm-hmm. or it be the lack of development from himself with Smothers, they did not utilize their backup quarterback who they I mean you're not you're not recruiting him to have him sit behind Adrian and then never play you're recruiting him to have him sit behind Adrian and then you know hand him the keys at some point unless you bring in somebody who you believe is better but again on that note you never saw Heinrich Harburg either yeah so that that just again that falls back onto the coaching staff and their lack of ability to bring someone in and to make to to have them leave this program better than what they were when they got here it's just wild to think that in a time remember adrian also had a high ankle sprain against michigan or whatever that was um i, I maybe that wasn't the for sure for sure injury i can't remember but he suffered multiple injuries got against minnesota up, minnesota where he couldn't run the ball, and yeah, you could tell suffer- when he's trying to throw the ball in the pocket, like not even trying to escape the pocket. Mm-hmm. When he's trying to throw the ball in the pocket, he's not throwing off of his back foot. He's he's trying to you know lean into these throws, and he was you could tell all game he was off. Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious to see how they handle this. Um, and before we get to the whole expectations discussion, I mean, when, when we look at Chubba Purdy, it's it's one of those names that does that excite you? Think about think about the way that this transfer portal, um, I don't know, situation. carousel situation uh, unfor- unfolded since the end of the season, since that Monday when all these athletes started entering the portal. You had you had the top names, Dylan Gabriel, Spencer, Rapp, those top names mm-hmm. that may have, very well may have been out of reach for Nebraska, but then you had those middle tier names, Miles Brennan, Max Johnson. Um, you can throw Zach Calzada in there. You can throw, I suppose, Chubba Purdy. Like you can throw these guys in there. Maybe Casey Thompson's in that mix as well. Bo Nix is probably Bo is Nix. he at the top? Was he at the top tier ish? But he, his was quick. He yeah. entered the portal and it was a couple days. He he committed mm-hmm. to Oregon. And you wonder what's going to happen there because Bach made a really good point earlier today when I was listening to to Tom and Bach. You have to figure it out this year. There's no there's no waiting. This is a one year experiment. There's no developing a quarterback. And there's a real chance that Nebraska sits here next fall, whether it's at the beginning of the season or after the season, and and says to themselves, well, crap, we we missed multiple opportunities to find a guy um, and try to bring him in that would have helped us immediately, Mm -hmm. rather than taking a chance on a a boom or bust guy that the staff has done before 
and time after time, it's it hasn't worked. It hasn't gone well. Mm-hmm. Part of that is because the athlete, sometimes that just falls on the player not getting better. Mm-hmm. But also a, a good chunk of that, and we've seen it in recent history, is falls on the coaching staff. And there, there's a way that this comes back and, and kind of bites Nebraska in the butt if they, or in the bud if they they don't find somebody that is immediately helpful. And and let me let me put this on out there is 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 not all on the quarterbacks coach or the offensive coordinator and and the quarterback to get this right. It's it's on everybody in the offensive meeting rooms. It's on the offensive line and the offensive line coach. It's on the running back, Here's, running backs coach, the tight ends, tight ends coach, wide receivers, wide receivers. It's on everybody in that room to work together to get this right because there were there were instances where the offense was humming and it looked good and one person would miss would would make a mistake or 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 one or, or multiple people in a single position group would make a mistake, and then you're back to square zero. So it's it's on everybody to work together to make this work. You can't just go out and blame the quarterback's coach and the quarterback for everything going downhill, even though I, that's the easiest thing to do because they have the ball every single yeah. time. But everything around the quarterback needs to work in unison for this team to be successful, especially with the type of offense that Scott Frost wants to run and – depending on what Mark Whipple is, is going to do, if he's taking full control of the offense or if he's still running a, a, a segment of what Scott Frost wants to do, it's still going to fall back on the quarterback and, and the offensive line and the receivers and everybody being on the same page and getting everything right. That's a really interesting point that you make there because then you can look at it bigger picture and go, how much confidence do you have in the guys around him? Running back room, Ramir Johnson. Was your starter um, for a large portion of the season? Was the starter for a large portion of the year, and he started the season fifth on the depth chart. You're you getting have, Gabe Irvin back. You do get Gabe Irvin back after an injury. You're getting Ramir Johnson after an injury. Jacquez Yant had that one bright spot against Northwestern. Had like a two. had a couple decent games, and it was like, okay, this guy has some potential. Mm-hmm. But then there was some stuff that happened with him behind the scenes. Excuse me, behind the scenes towards the end of the year. He, he had to worry would, about. He there were some plays where he would go the wrong direction, or he yep. you know trip, and and you know that's that that stuff happens. It happens and with then, star players as well, but it's stuff that you don't want to worry about. And then you look at the wide receiver room, and yes, you have a guy like Mickey Joseph now leading the leading the way there, and you have confidence in that. But like we just said, part of that falls on the athletes in that room that want to. They have to want to be coached. They have to want to improve. They need to want to get better. And that's not me questioning the guys in there like Xavier Betts, Omar. I'm, I'm not picking out names there. But as a collective unit, you have to have guys that want to improve and want to come to practice every day getting better. Mm-hmm. And then you have to find a guy at quarterback that meshes with everybody on that offensive side of the ball. The, this quarterback situation is a massive, massive decision that Nebraska is now waiting more than a month after the season ended to either offer any of them. Yes, he offered Miles Brennan. He went back to LSU. Now, the second known offer is this Chubba Purdy. And so you wonder, have they been talking to a lot of guys or have they been too selective? And now we're a month past the season ending and there's not very many high-level quarterbacks left that will come in here and are immediately a step up mm-hmm. than what you have in the room. And I, I said it, you know, on our on our um, pre-game. pregame with, with Tom and Bach, I don't 
I would I like a big name? Would I like somebody that I recognize and that I've seen and, and who I believe can get the job done? Yes, I would. But if they go out and they get somebody who is who is less well known, mm-hmm. who, you know, maybe their stats are, are okay, but you don't really know how good they really are because you didn't really see them firsthand, you know, playing games or anything like that. I mean, I'm still going to have faith because of the, the, the background in quarterback development that Mark Whipple has had and and the background just in in the offenses that he's been able to put together in his long career in, in, in football. Uh, I will have faith, although, you know, it'll be tampered. Yeah. It'll be tempered um, because it won't be a big name. But if they go out and they get somebody who's not a big name, I, I, I still have faith in them. If they go out and get a big name, uh, which, as you said, there aren't many out there left um it's it's going to be good but you have to consider logan smothers has been in the program for a couple of years already he knows he knows everybody in the program he knows the offensive line he knows all the skill position guys he knows the the defensive guys he knows the coaches he knows you know how to get to class and and you know how to get to practice the quickest you know whatever route he needs to take he knows everything about the the campus that he needs to know whereas you bring in a new guy and there's going to be a learning curve and as you said you need somebody that meshes well with this offense, with these skill position guys, with this offensive line, to be able to call things out and be able to tell guys, because you know, you know them inside and out. You know their weaknesses. You know their strengths. You know everything about them. You bring in a new guy. Hopefully, you can get him soon enough where he can go through winter conditioning and meet everybody and know everybody by name and know what they're good at, know what they're bad at, know you know what how to how to adjust protection to to compensate for maybe somebody who who isn't as quick on the outside, you know, blocking an edge rusher or something like that or maybe the exact placement of a football or the exact place that a that a receiver likes the football on on certain routes or or you know the 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 speed of a running back when you're you're going back to hand it off to him and all and all of that. You know, Logan Smothers has been here. He knows all those guys. Mm-hmm. You bring in a new guy. You've got to go quick because as as we've said earlier, this is it. This yeah. is your year. And going on top of that, I mean, throwing everything else, the questions that this program is going to be faced with going into next year, um, defensive side of the ball, you you lose six of your starters. Yes, you get Tommy Hill, Deshaun Singleton in the defensive back room. But there's a lot going on, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of new new faces, including a new defensive line coach. Because, once again, yes, they know internally what their Scott Frost does and Trev Alberts. They know what they're doing with the special teams and running back coach. Hopefully. They, they say they do. Okay. and But we're yet to hear anything about that. Um, so we don't know how they're handling that. You have new faces in the special teams room at, at kicker and punter. A lot of new faces. Can the staff identify talent in enough to, in soon enough to get the right guy out there week one or week zero, I guess it is, mm-hmm. in Ireland? Because you were rotating punters this last season. Yeah. You were rotating punters and kickers. And, and two years ago, or like, three, three years ago, you were rotating kickers like none other. You were you grabbing get, guys off club soccer teams. You got to get somebody. There has to be some to find to find success. At some point, they have to find consistency, positive consistency. Whether that be in the special teams room, whether that be in the quarterback room. Well, they did have consistency in the quarterback room. They had a consistent name. Yeah, <laughs> you have to have consistency on offense. What you want to do? What What's your goal? What do you want to accomplish? 
And without that, the only constant thing that was there last year was that the defense was going to play their hearts out every single game. Mm-hmm. And that is the main reason why Nebraska found themselves in a lot of the games that they did. And so when, when you look ahead, then you talk about assessing the staff and whether or not they deserve a sixth year. Man, there's a lot of questions that you can ask. Um, there's there, the, the excuse time has to be up. There, there cannot be any excuses. Because every year you're going to have something you can point to and say, well, this wasn't favorable for them. If this would have been better, if this yeah. would have gone differently. It's, it's year five. It's time to ha- fix those things. Mm-hmm. When four, four or five or years at least now, have, Or at least have less of them. Yeah. And, and like I said, the whole now next year you're going to be able to escape from the whole, well, Adrian Martinez and it's his first year without Adrian Martinez. We'll see how it is. Now, next year it's going to be, well, Logan Smothers, this is only his first season starting. Or, well, this was only the first year of Chubba Purdy in the program. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens when he gets a second year. When, when does that stop? And that's not me yelling at this program. That's that's not what I'm trying to do. I, I'm genuinely curious, and, and I hope you guys can tell like kind of the passion that I'm saying this with. I, I'm genuinely curious on when does the fan base slash athletic department slash just coaching staff kind of threw up their hands and say, listen, it just hasn't been good enough, and, and we don't have the answers right now. And and that's okay. Like, it, that's, that's more respectable than trying to say and put on a face that says we understand, we know exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's a lot more respectable, saying, hey, man, I just don't have the answers. And Scott Frost, give credit to him, because at the beginning of this year or offseason, that's what he said. He goes, listen, I'm going to bring in an experienced offensive coordinator because I don't have all the answers. He said he was willing to learn. Yeah. Now, that's part one. Part two is the action. Part two is actually doing it. Because we've we've heard a lot of talk, Husker fans, we, is what I'm saying, have heard a lot of talk through the first four years. And it has not resulted in wins. And now we can have that conversation again of, at some point, it's got to stop being about progress and and personally, I'm at that point. I don't care how close Nebraska was last you year. You at the results point? I'm at the results point, and and frankly, if it was, and, and I'm, we're going to get this on the text line. I already know we're going to get. Well, it's the name, and, and I get that. I understand that that is that's a thing, and that's here at Nebraska. But Husker fans should be at that point too. Enough talk. Show me the action. Show me that you're actually going in there, and you're actually, you know caring about special teams enough to work on it more and, and get that part of the game right. Yeah. Show me that you're that you're, you know, working on the offensive line and, and willing to to slow down the pass rush enough where your quarterback isn't taking so many hits and your quarterback isn't asked to to scramble out of the pocket every fifth play. Show me that your receivers have been working and that you're getting the best players out on the field. Show me that that the defense is is getting better and is and is you know posting numbers like they did you know last season for for a great portion of this season. Show me that you have running backs who you can trust enough to yeah. actually hand the ball off to. Show me, show me that you are able to assess talent and identify the best talent in every single room. Now that's not to say things won't change throughout the season. But in week zero, you should have your best offensive line group out there. It shouldn't take you till week five to find the best guy. Mm-hmm. 
And and we get this off the text line from an unnamed texter. The participation trophy crowd doesn't like that take. I, I guess, and that, and that's fine. And and I've said it multiple times, and I'll reiterate it every single time I'm part I say of the this. Participation cr- trophy crowd. I don't mind participation trophies. No, no. I'll, I'll just say this every single time is that we, we'll still have a respectful respectful conversation, and I'm all about that, man. I'm all about that. 402-464-5685. You you guys know how to how to interact with the show and you guys have been great. Um let's let's go ahead and take a phone call before we before we get to break. We got Husker Fitz two on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. What's up, man? How's it going? Hey, going good, guys. Hey, so to, on your conversation, how long do you think Husker Nation gives Scott Frost a few new changes before they decide if this is gonna work? And second part is if it doesn't you think it's fair to cut ties with Scott Frost before the season's over? I'll hang up with the guys. Thanks. All right. Appreciate it, Husker Fitz. So how long does Husker fans – I want to write these down so I don't forget them. How long does Husker fans give – Give Scott Frost before they decide that it's not going to work? And is it – Is it okay – To cut ties during the season. Before before the the season season is over. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about those after the break. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a break. We're a couple minutes behind. That's all good. We'll get to your texts. Um, texts and calls, feel free. Line is open, 402-464-5685. Let's keep diving into this a little bit deeper next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.